The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. It's Dua Lipa, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new podcast, Dua Lipa at Your Service. You might know me as a singer, writer, and inquiring mind, and now I'm adding podcasts to that list. Join Dua Lipa for inspiring stories, tools, tips, and recommendations alongside some of the world's most exciting minds. Her guests roll deep on success, failure, obstacles, and what we can learn from them. I can't wait to share all of this and more with you. Listen to Dua Lipa at Your Service on the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Delete your Outlook calendar. This is the only agenda you need to worry about. Play it late, basically. Play it late. So Under your up. eyes. Under your eyes. You play it late. Turn up late. Come home from work late. Um, yeah. Turn up to birthday parties late. The Agenda with G-Lane, James McConey and Matthew Heath. Download it for free today from iHeartRadio, New Zealand's number one podcast platform. The Alternative Commentary Collective. Your home of sports entertainment. Your eyelashes are really something. Thank you. Can I have a look? I've been working really hard on them. Whoa. I've been using a serum. Whoppers. Do you think they're too long? This is the problem because Joe was like, they're growing like weeds. <laughs> You're never too long. Okay. Never too long. They're starting to touch my glasses it's and fine. I feel so proud. That's crazy. As a woman, as a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> Stefano, welcome along to The Real Pod. This is The Real Recap of Below Deck Down Under. You have three captains. And We're all three. wearing hats. <laughs> We're wearing captains' hats. I kid you not. We've been sent lovely captains' hats. Uh, you can't have three captains because this, this is like Captain Phillips. Who's Captain Phillips? Well, you know, is that one of your films? You know the I'm the Captain Now, famous. No. no. Come on. No. Tom Hanks. Is this a, mille- a millennial meme? <laughs> Tom Hanks. Look at me, look at me. Classic I'm a captain now. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone out there is groaning at you two. Uh, what's new? Uh, I'd like to introduce myself, Jane Eve, but also Alex Casey, Captain. Hello. Alex Hello. Casey, Captain Duncan Grieve. Aye, aye. We have been sent captain's hats from Bravo uh, to thank us for our tireless hard work watching and reporting on Below Deck Down Under and uh, and we're wearing them with pride. When I walked into the office and I saw one sitting on someone's desk, I was instantly filled with a hot, jealous rage. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, what is that? Do I have one? Why, why, and why they not? did. Yeah, you do. You do. My head, these are nature's finest polyester, I reckon, and my yeah. head is hot. It's getting warm, it is. I can only imagine, if I only imagine what it's like for you with, like, your long, luscious manes. It's, it's hard going. I'm sweating already. Okay, anyway, uh, we are recapping episode four of... Below Deck Down Under, not the most dramatic episode. 
So before we get into that, let's just just shimmy over to Alex's corner because <laughs> that is her life is one dramatic. Do you want the drama from on the this drama. week? Well, I had a fire alarm, a Captain Jason style fire, and I didn't know if it was a drill or not because we have. I live in a big apartment building that's also half a hotel, so there's a lot of people in there. Things can go wrong. Things can catch on fire. A big drill went off, and <laughs> the first time it happened, we went out in the middle of the night and. Everyone had brought all their pets, including their cats in cages, and we had left our cat. <laughs> we had left our cat. It didn't occur to that me for one decision. second to take the cat. So this time, yesterday, I was working from home, and I heard the drill start, and I was like, here we go. Captain Phillips, I know what to do here. <laughs> Got the cage. The cat immediately flattened himself under the couch like this. I wedged myself under the couch trying to get the cat. The drill is screaming, like the alarm is screaming right now. I got stuck under the couch. No. And then I went, this is what you read about. This is, you don't sacrifice no. yourself. It's the possum or the me. You know that, Dad? It's, it's me or the possum. Put the mask on yourself first and before then the assisting child. Others. Yeah, so trap, don't trap yourself under the couch before you don't trap the ha- cat. So did you, were you there for hours until Joe got home and rescued you? Or did you no, I managed Robbie? to shimmy out and then I was like, don't talk, you can't talk about him. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> <laughs> So then I got two long things of wrapping paper and tried to get the cat out like their giant chopsticks. <laughs> and the cat was hissing at this point. The alarm was still going off. And I was like, this could be a real fire, you know. And I am on the fourth floor. And I had to make a life or death decision. And I left the cat. Again. Again. This is crazy. <laughs> and I said, I'm, I said, I'm sorry, Mama. I wonder if people will come for you. Like now that you're a known kind of <laughs> cat ambivalent. Like, that is how I die, person. though, stuck under the couch trying to find yeah. my, get my to, terrible cat. Well, to, 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 to be fair. And I had pimple patches all over oh, my face. So I was working from home, so I was like, seize the day. Let's work on myself. I have a story about <laughs> not quite pimple patches, but something similar. That'll share because nothing's happened in my life this week. But just quickly on that, I don't think anyone can come for you because you made a fair attempt to get the cat. I did, and I've got evidence. I took a photo of the open cage and the wrapping paper. Again, and sent it to that Joe seems and said I did like all I could. The <laughs> wise thing to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does it say about our culture that you are like getting yourself an insurance policy photo? Yeah, <laughs> in the event only of my online cancellation. That's all I was thinking about, <laughs> and the decline of my relationship. But anyway. <laughs> there was just a lovely awkward silence there. Yeah. Um, don't do those. That's great. No, no, we should go. That's a new bit. Oh, can I tell you now about my thing? I, I might have told the story. Tell us. I might have told the story on the pod before. It goes back a long way. Four score and ten. Uh, it was the New Zealand Music Awards and a, a music journalist from the UK, James McMahon, who used to write for NME and then went on, to, I think, to edit Kerrang. Um, oh, he, he was right. over covering a band called Cut Off Your Hands who was on the music label that I was working for. And so I was charged uh, looking after Mr. McMahon. And um, he still emails me his playlist to this day. On oh, an email list, not personally. Anyway, he had a shave um, before we went out and uh, picked him up. And he had he was covered with, with little shaving. Wow, <laughs> you, you don't that. see that anymore. That used to be a real big thing back in the day. I, my dad was like constantly. Yeah, really? I mean, he was. Up. Covered. Razor Tech has moved on. And they just sort of dried over little bloody spots. Wow. Did he have the tissue? The tissue Yeah, dots. yeah, that's the technique. I feel like I've only seen that in films. Yeah, but he didn't have any tissues on there, right? Just, oh. just the actual dots. Oh, wow. He, he, turns out he was none the wiser. I obviously said nothing at all. Do you know why this happened? It's because he used a hotel razor. And yeah. they're like one blade and they're super blunt. 
and you just you're just hacking away at yourself. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, we did the whole night out, big big night at the New Zealand Music Awards. Yada yada. Went out partying afterwards. Then he <laughs> the best night. <laughs> then of the he year. messaged me the next day and was like, "Why did you not tell me <gasps> that I was covered in spots of blood?" That feels like a real crying move, to be honest, to be like covered in blood when you're out partying. Yeah, it was. It was not the right kind of like cool rock and roll blood. That was very much blunt. But blunt it's not just razor. your fault. It's not my fault. He it wasn't falls on everybody. He wasn't. Yeah, but I was sort of looking after him. You know, I don't think he knew. He didn't know anyone. Anyway, I did a bad job. Fire me. As a society, we need to point that stuff out straight away. Okay. You've got to do it in the first moment. I've been doing it with people's te- like stuff in people's teeth recently. Mm. And it feels bad for a second, but then you feel good because they're so grateful. I've got a stain on this tooth that uh, is just it's a permanent embedded stain. Just lives there. Mm. Um, a discoloration. And... <laughs> It's a cool podcast. It's so good. Permanent embedded stain feels like uh, the title of the episode. (laughs) And um, people are always telling me I've got a bit of lipstick on my teeth. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm awkward for them and for me. It's horrible. I'm glad you told me that, Jane. Yeah. I was about to say. You're about to say something. (laughs) Even though I'm not wearing lipstick. Yeah. You missed your lips entirely. (laughs) Have you got anything, Dunk? No, I never do. But I really found that delightful sharing from you. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well let's uh, let's get on board then, shall I'm we? I'm also being scammed. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what? No, I'm being I'm subject to a phone scam at the moment. You're not being scammed. Your phone is being your um what's the word when you're when you're scammed. an accomplice. You're uh, a anyway. Someone is using my phone number to ring other people, and then they ring my number back. Oh, oh, yeah. So it's like a sort of a phishing sort of trick. It's called spoofing. Spoiler. Jane knows like weirdly quite a lot about it. Do you know why? <laughs> okay, this was an this was a conversation that was had in our work chat yesterday, and I just like to come in and be the person who knows everything. I just googled it, mate. <laughs> well, see, I did a lot of research. I even rang Spark, and the guy was like, "It's a scam." And I was like, "Do I just live? Is this just my life just now? Live. Getting weird calls, calling people back, everyone being do, confused." So, do you, so oh, because I so let, that, me, so, let me explain it, Duncan. Can I explain my experience and then you can explain why it's happening? I get so excited about this. Because what happens is once a week I get a missed call from a number, like a New Zealand number, and then I ring them back and they sound really confused and bamboozled and they said, oh, I missed a call from you. I was just calling you back. And then we just kind of have an awkward conversation and leave it. But I became convinced that I was being followed or something. (laughs) It's a different person every time. And they sound like old and they don't sound like they want anything from me. But then Jane knows the real reason why this is happening. I know why this is happening. So what happens is your mate abroad with an abroad phone number is wanting to do a good scam, right? And so they skim your number. They take your number and they there's a, there's a way you can do it. Apparently it's not even that hard, especially with the internet these days. And so they can make it look like your number is coming up on other people's phones, mm. even though it's their number. So these people... Don't answer. The ones who answer never call you back because they they get on the phone with the scammer and they either get scammed or they clock onto it and they hang up. But the ones who don't answer your number then go, oh, I've missed a call from this person. They ring you back. You're not answering, so you miss a I call miss from a call. them. And then uh, and, and thusly. That's and I'm happens. excited when I get a call. Like I was like, shit, what is this? Could be a story tip. Yeah. This could be like, yeah. could be NASA. I am amazed <laughs> that you ring people back on an unknown number. I always but do. it doesn't say it's not unknown number. It doesn't say. I know, that. but no, even, no even in your, it's not familiar to you. you go, it could be what money. Well. You know, that's what that, that's they're all, hoping that's my you think. <laughs> <laughs> it could so, be a Nigerian I'm prince. In, I'm in sales. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, stay vigilant out there, and if you get a call from me, stay yeah, I mean, chances are you you might get a missed call, and you could call it back, and you're on the hotline with Alex Casey. Like, there's a good chance at the moment. If you if you see a number come up on your phone and it's a, it might be me. It might be you. And I don't have anything. This is also you could be front footing a very elaborate scam of your own right now. True. You know? Oh, my yeah. number is ringing people. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Oh, no. I don't know what to do. oh there it but is, I'm ringing here. people again. Oh no, <laughs> I'm off to France. I'm going to go on a luxury yacht for a while. <laughs> That's me. Sorry, Grandma. Okay. So the pirates I've got here, I, I took all my notes on a uh, on a tablet with a write to, and convert to text thing. Whoa, wow. have you got a remarkable? No, it's just me iPad. Mm. Mm. Anyway, just an app, um, except for that it, it's named the uh, it's named the episode the pirate's body in the conversion instead of booty. Um, anyway, so we start we start the episode with Benny knocking on the captain's door about twelve thirty in the morning. I was wrong. It turned out Benny was trying to quit, not with any great. Like fanfare, but he did give it a crack. Yeah, he gave it a crack. Where um, did you Where did you end? And I apologise, I have not listened to the last real pod episode. What? I know. I heard his interview. Don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you should hear like a masterclass. Is it? Also, yeah. I threw in a question from you at the end that was so just like oh, <laughs> second year journalism panic question to someone. You know? Oh your, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah, was yeah. it? Was um, it fuck Mary Kill? Kiss Mary Kill. I, like, I love Kiss Mary Kill. I know, but you gave me a bunch of questions, and that's the only one that I used. I was like, Alex really wanted to ask this question. <laughs> and what did she say? She said, um, who was Kiss? Kiss was Jack, because she's already been there. Yeah. Mary was Jason. Jason and Ryan was Kill, which bodes yeah. fantastically for the season, doesn't That's it? That's great. That's really great. Anyway. Uh, well, happy to contribute. So we left off with... Benny discovering the poo water and going up to just deciding that's it. That's the last drawer. That's I, the last poo. I, I feel like that was a bung move involving poor Cap'n. I think that's a real bosun's job when when the when the toilet overspills. Yeah, because you go straight to the top. Yeah, when there's a poo nami. Really? Yeah. No, in the middle was, of the night. He was going to quit as well at the same time. He was like, "There's a poo nami, and I would like to quit." And Captain Jason said, "Have a glass, mate. Relax." And then he was like, let's do this together. They're down there with the poo vacuum. He's the trained plumber. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Have a glass of poo water, mate. Yeah, I mean, he is the guy to help clean up the job. I was initially like people are overrating him, like on the on the just the pure handsomeness scale. But when when you see his like radiatingly cool vibe at all times, you're like, yeah, no, I, I get it. I respect plumbers so much. So do I. Yeah. So do Incredible. I. Incredible. The wet vac. Oh my god! I don't know that there was a wet vacuum <laughs> <No>. cleaner. <laughs> so bad like vacuuming out of a toilet. <laughs> oh my god! It's so crazy. But yeah. then what a thing! Then emptying the vacuum as mm. well. Just all all levels of does it? Um, mm, do you empty it into the sea per se? I think there is <laughs> like I think there are some rules about like they've got a big tank. For waste, <laughs> cool pod. We've got a big t- tank for waste uh, when they're X many kilometres or metres to shore, but once they're out in the wild blue yonder where there are no laws, yeah, you can yeah. just pump and dump. Pump and dump. Hey, um, I love yous. Love you too. That exchange? Did you notice that? Oh, was that? It the Capitan? Like, after they've done... I just thought after you were telling they, us. Well, I do. Okay. But after they've done all of the poo cleanup, like two hours in the middle of the night, he tells his crew he loves them. Mm. And and Benny, who's about to resign, comes back with a love you to... Yeah, I was very so sweet. 
touched. <laughs> it did a full, Benny did a full 180. Oh, it wasn't probably a 180, it was more like a 45. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, um, he's, he was just after some human connection when he mm. came on the boat and down on his hands and knees, retching, vacuuming up poo with the captain. That was the moment uh, that stopped him from quitting, that bonding experience. Because once you've Beautiful. cleaned up poo with someone, you know, you're bonded you're, for, you're life. for life. Yeah. Um, do you have any workplace uh, poo dramas? Oh my God. From your rich career. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I know you've told me about some people's toilet things. <laughs> some people's have, toilet things. I have other toilet That's things. That's another great episode title. I'm not, I'm not sure about a, a poo specifically, but I've got other things oh, related yeah. to other toilet related things. But I don't really want to go into that. Can I just talk about a poo that I saw? Okay. <laughs> um, when I used to work at a cinema, we had to clean the toilets in, in each while everyone was in the session. And the men's toilet, we went down there and there was some, there was a form in the bowl that was so large, it was like a scone. Oh, like yeah. Like the dimensions of a big scone. Was it like a pile or was it a solid? It was one solid scone. How do you know, though? Like, wow. without touching Because I it. looked at it, that, well. That's a birthday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't touch it, but I was like, this is a crazy scone. How did this come out of someone's body? And then also what had happened is there was no water in the bowl. Like, it had made oh, it everything crazy. And like, I don't know what had happened, but there was no water in the bowl. Spongiform. There was just a giant scone sitting there. And I was like, I can't deal with this. This is not my pay grade. So I went straight to the captain. <laughs> I went straight to the captain's office. I said, there's a crazy situation. <laughs> And um, we had tried a lot of different things. Ended up pouring boiling water on it to break it down. <laughs> this is the captain. Well, my boss did this. And it eventually broke down into small pieces. But it remains the biggest thing I have seen come out of a human body. <laughs> Even bigger than a baby. Bigger than a baby. I was bigger than some babies. <laughs> ah, yeah, that is a real Neil. That is a real that's, And Neil is a deep, deep cut. Winter is a great time to travel around New Zealand. If you're thinking about your next holiday, why not make it a road trip with Go See? Visit us at goseetravel.com today to find the rental vehicle to fit your holiday and get ready to explore. Play NZ's number one entertainment podcast. Top 20 trusted New Zealand brands. Number 20, cookie time. Yum. Number 19. <laughs> From iHeartRadio. Play ZM's Flesh, Vaughn and Hayley. Available everywhere. At Z, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. Okay, Mag- Magda's uh, letting the, the laundry go. Laundry's a big deal on the boat. Yeah, right. well, especially when you've got, like, three loads of poo towels now. That's yeah, right. and the captain's lost his boardies. Oh, um, I said. And once the captain's lost his boardies, he's going to lose his mind next, you know? And yeah, he loses his good humour. My mum, you know those washing machines that they have on those boats? My mum, ever after a bargain, um, she bought some ex-luxury yacht what? <laughs> washing machine and dryer, those big stainless steel ones, fucking massive, like humongous, that like that deep. Wow. I'm doing a doing a thing that you can't see, but it's very deep. 
very deep. Mm. She's only just got rid of them. She's had them for years and years and years. They would, they would go. Because they, they were Mila, you see. So a fancy mm. brand. Got them for a song. Um, where does she get, where do you buy mom. super Where yacht does my mum buy anything? Seriously, I don't, I do not know. <laughs> Story, Mike Potter's Coke fridge. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's got all manner of things. Actually, she's Why doing a big clear out and I'm going around on the weekend if you want to come with. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll talk off here about yeah. that. Yeah, so the, the, the laundry's a, the laundry's Magda's, Bird into to beer, mm. and she's not doing a good job of it. No, she doesn't vibe like that's her her main thing. Her main thing seems to be sort of stringing Ryan along yeah. to, to get some um, bagels. Yeah, bagel though. Like he he did her a good bagel. He did her like he's a, really horny. He so. is so horny. I thought who was it? Jamie was Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie was Jamie. Did you just not watch episode three? Remember in episode three, she was doing some. Grindy dancing up against yeah. him, and then said, "Oh, I've got a boyfriend." And then he got very angry. But was Ryan privy to this conversation, or is Ryan? Yeah, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan was privy. He doesn't care. Ryan is like a dog. Ryan yeah. literally he was like, "I'd still tap that." Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But honestly, if I was good looking enough to get free locks bagels in mm. the morning out of someone, I'd do it, betrothed or not. I'd be like. Hello. It feels like, like flirtatiousness is, is currency on these yachts and you just have to do whatever you can to get through mm. the charter, you know? Um, the guests are too polite. This is my only issue. Especially these guys, I felt like that we they were quite a lot of fun on the last episode, this episode, they were quite tame. But, like, when they when she wanted some scrambled eggs, and she's like, said to her friend, do you think I'll be able to order some scrambled eggs? And then one of the stewardesses come out and she's like, oh, do you think it would be okay if I got some scrambled eggs? And I'm like, demand some scrambled eggs. I know. In fact, kick up a stink about the fact there weren't scrambled eggs mm. there for you already. But is this because Ryan has created this climate of fear? This is the thing. It's like it's, it's this toxic mask stuff. But like, how do they get to the guests? Because they hear him yelling oh. in, the, in the galley. <laughs> but just so, I mean, and then the eggs he served up didn't even look that they good. Look they look so bad. They look like porridge yeah, or something. Yeah, and they look like that watery hotel yes. egg. Not no. good. My brother-in-law makes scrambled eggs. With eggs and water. No. Uh, That's not okay. It's not okay. And a saucepan. Why? Uh, horrible. Because <laughs> no. the, 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 the scrambled eggs are one of those foodstuffs which can be <laughs> real rank or like freaking incredible. And it's not really that much of a different mm. like effort wise mm. or technique. But it's just like, come on. <clears throat> anyway, um, she was happy with that. D- 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 wasn't even served with any bread or anything. You like, just, just a, egg on plate, right? Just. God. Yeah, yeah, jump, Ryan. Over, jump overboard, Ryan. Yeah. Like, such a shit breakfast. Like, it's just terrible. Oh, and his, and like, fruit. comments. His oh. comments. What was it? Like, um... <laughs> Whenever you're ready, Duncan. He basically just wants to do the minimum. And like, yeah, yeah. I do what I need and that's enough. My health is more important. It's like, you don't have to... It's not bad for your health to do like to like give a shit about your work and to about your customers and to like try and make nice scrambled eggs, you monster. That's right. And he I don't know, he brought up his dead dad. Yeah, he said his dad died from overwork and his dad had a pizza pizzeria, mm. I believe. Uh, and so he doesn't wanna he doesn't Ergo, wanna... I won't deal with <laughs> The plates. Between <laughs> Benny and Ryan, there is a lot of haunted by the dead dead folks <laughs> going on in this channel. This episode belongs to Culver. Oh my oh. gosh. Uh, we start with the beach trip where um, 
Culver decides that he's going to be... Chief Entertainment Officer. <laughs> Again. CEO, bitch. <laughs> it's like the most wholesome Van Wilder that you've ever met. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. In the meantime, Ryan's rustling up a delicious uh, cuisine of tacos. Again. 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 Oh. Hold the brisket. <laughs> yeah. Leave the brisket. Yeah. And uh, Aisha, Aisha dares to ask for some platters for the guests, and Ryan's like... Of what? And he's just like, <laughs> I don't know, what do you normally do, you know? So it's like you're, you're the, sort of a chef. You're the chef. A chefy. Um, he's just really don't want to do anything. He's no. so affronted at the idea of having to do any work. <laughs> the thing is with Benny, is like Benny doesn't want to do anything, but he knows he's a bit shit. Yeah. Whereas Ryan doesn't want to do anything and thinks he's God's gift to yeah. food. Mm. And women, maybe, as well. Um. Anyway, the guests being just honestly the best guests ever, just didn't complain about anything, even when bloody Jamie had to jump in the tender and go back and rescue the, brisket. the brisket. Well, they were taking belfies. They were. Belfies <laughs> at the sunset. <laughs> Not just belfies. It was like the front well, of the belf. Yeah. Bend, bend over belfies and also just... It's not, they just like pull the pants down and take a photo. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a mooning. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, look, you've got young children, Jane. Like, they seem to enjoy their bums <laughs> as much as little kids do. Yeah. It's like, like the way they just like walk into a room with their bum and just be like, yes, bitch. <laughs> it's out. It's out again. I found the funniest joke again. It and it's like so these adults accurate. are 100% that. It's great. Are they wrong, though? No, no. <laughs> Maybe we're all wrong. Yeah. I think if you go back about three or four years, you'll have heard uh, plenty of discussion in The Real Pod about how I think bums are better than the front front bits. Mm. <laughs> Just personal, personal yeah. preference of like what I'm going to want to look at. It's definitely bums. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's all cut and dry, isn't bum. It? A bum. All bum. I think the, the whole thing nestles under the... I think I think I like I like bum as an umbrella term. What for fronts? For the well? whole thing. Yeah. Fronts and It's backs. all bum. It's all <laughs> not. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely not. It's not all bum. It's not all bum. Well, it's there. <laughs> that is not a defence in court. <laughs> um, Magda did a lovely Polish dance, even though she's Latina. Or is she Polish? It's hard to know. <laughs> and um, while the, the guests are over on the beach, uh, Tumi is back at the table where she, it's like a her spiritual home, mm. uh, tablescaping up a storm. Tablescaping. I didn't She's know it was so a good. thing. Ugh. I respect her craft yeah. so much. It's still wild to me that tablescaping is how she got into yachting. Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it that much of an important thing? <laughs> I think so. It gets you the job. I mean, decor is the only thing that makes it pirate, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not like... Well, that didn't vivid. On yeah, true. Sure. Oh, well, this was a party. And again, despite having strippers and rock and rollers and all of this, it was Culver's party. It was nobody else's party but Culver's. He is just... It's transformative. Man. Yeah. I was like, who is that? When he walked out in his gorgeous... Joe Dirt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his yeah, gorgeous mullet. <laughs> I feel like... I, when I w- watched him come out and then do that crazy, like, butt jiggly sort of situation, like, it was very funny on the TV. But I feel like it would have been unsurvivably funny yeah. in real life if one of your colleagues... Incredible. ...just popped up and did that to, like, Australia's finest stripper. <laughs> 
all right, though. He's freaking crushed. Oh, it was amazing. He's a beast. Imagine having, imagine having the, um, I don't know, the confidence to be able to, like, do a handstand and kind of, like, fall reverse on someone like that. With a with a premium butt jiggle. I just, mm. honestly, he's been practising. We know he, we know <laughs> oh, he yeah. works out. Well, he's the chief. He's the chief entertainment, entertainment officer. <laughs> Self-appointed. He is so lovely and charming. It's, like, he's got no bad points no. that I can see. Yeah, and even though, like, anyone else doing that would have been gross, you know, but it was yeah. Culver, so it's like, honestly, put it on a Hallmark it's card. such a surprise. He should get an extra part of the tip. For that, I reckon. Yeah. Definitely. You know, if he was your workmate, you'd be like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah you'd be tucking you'd it be, into you'd his, be doing the, <laughs> yeah, his pirate making pants, it rain. His pantaloons. Can we just talk quickly about the guest who uh, just prior to the dinner popped up to the captain's bridge and <gasps> yeah. <laughs> with that booty. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that, that was some of the most like aggressively like horny come on like mm. like I've ever seen. It was so The captain impressive. was very overwhelmed. He was. <laughs> um, not she's not his type though. He likes an au naturel brunette. So me. I was about to say Jane. Thank you. It is interesting. Um, I will give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> After the lovely dinner, uh, the couple of the guests jump into the spa and uh, Culver arrives with some warm towels and he also smuggles in some warm mullets for them to wear. <laughs> Why does he just have a bag full of mullets? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like that's rich coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely. If anyone that's can answer true. that, are you just feeling threatened? I threw out my wigs. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> You're just, you're Culver. <laughs> yeah. I would not have the confidence to do what Culver did. Maybe not, but you can get there. He wasn't always like that, probably. That's true. You know, he's been in training for years and years. It's never too late. I can work on it. I, I mean, actually, just look, let's think about the fact that the guests requested topless waiters. Aisha asked Culver to do some topless waiting. She didn't ask him to dress up as a pirate with a mullet or <laughs> flip it on his face no, and yeah. grind on the guests. Yeah. That, that, that's, like, a, that's implied. That's the initiative <laughs> that this guy has. It's just incredible. And the same initiative saw him jump in the spa. And his gruts. For 15 minutes. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they kept doing these timestamps to try and imply that it was just this epic thing. But the whole the whole escapade took 15, like, and it, mm. which was an entirely appropriate amount. Like, even when he's being, like, incredibly naughty, he's actually on the right side of the line. Mm. He's, he's the Danny that Danny could never be, if you no, cast no. your mind back to Danny from, like, True. season yeah. two early on. He, yeah. he was in the spa for, like, a long time. Because Danny restrained. <laughs> and, and Danny, uh, yeah. And Danny hooked up with a guest on a beach and all that kind of thing. But Culver, like he said, I can, I can't jump. You know, I can jump in for like fifteen minutes, but then I got to get back to work. And he gets in, he gets the photo. Who does it? Amazing, just incredible. Uh, Tommy wasn't happy. No, she was tired. She'd been busting her ass doing those tables all afternoon. She wanted to get to bed. (laughs) But honestly, I'm Team Culver on this one. He he wanted to keep the guests happy. And everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the proof is in the tip. And uh, and Jamie, Jamie was completely chill about it too. He was after Jamie had a good attitude. Yeah, to be mm. honest. Although Jamie work. has, you know, needs to pull his finger out. He really, needs to, <laughs> he, so to speak. He, he really, really does. Uh, Cap's not happy with the deck crew. Mm-mm. They're standing around a lot, and of course, it all falls on the bosun's shoulders. Um, they're just not being t- asked to do anything. And mm. not... But they, but they need to be proactive. Like you know, they're, they're, there's it feels like on a boat. The work is literally never done, mm. and so there's got to be, got to be things. And maybe the captain do. is too hands on. You know that he's yeah. when he was setting up the beach picnic, and Jamie was kind of like kicking back 
on the tender being like, this is great, we can just watch the sunset or whatever. Yeah. The captain hadn't been offloading the skis or whatever. The captain needs to lead by example by delegating mm. and so then everyone else can delegate <laughs> downwards. Yeah. And then just realise we're sitting here wearing the captain's hands <laughs> and you're talking so confidently. I'm actually like thinking, like, oh, I, didn't t- I can learn from captain. <laughs> this is maybe the captain's hat that we're wearing, maybe we need to, like, this is something we can do on a day that we're feeling like a little bit maybe imposter syndrome-ish, pop mm. on the captain's hat and just embody captain, you know? Yeah. Walk around the office and... <laughs> just give <laughs> random people orders to do, to do it. And then get, whip out the wet vacuum and sort out the toilet. I've caused a major drama in toilet number two. <laughs> get the wet vacuum. <laughs> I don't even work with you. <laughs> Um, right, where are we? Uh, Benny's freaking out about having to go down to the dungeon again to flake the anchor. <laughs> the dungeon. The dungeon. And I think that's going to that's gonna be there's some anchor drama coming up in the next episode too we saw in the preview. Yeah. But next see, episode looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Way. But, I mean, I'm just loving it so much. Brittini just will dive headfirst into the dungeon mm. and, and is now going, I sure don't need that stick. I'll just, like, do it by hand. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's such a daredevil. That's like, gonna get I her. I love Brittany. That's gonna get her in some trouble though. Ryan at one point said to a guest, "You still have my sausage on your plate," which is gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was trying to make it horny. Oh, he was totally trying to make it horny. But they're in the industry. Yeah, it's I true. Know, they, but it's she came Ryan. back with something. It's Ryan. 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 It's Ryan. If it was Jamie, sure, but, <laughs> but he wouldn't do that. A Norwood no. Culver. I've got a note here that Aisha and Ryan have some more biffo about the timing of meals, but. Is that That's even worth noting anymore? No. Eternal, eternal problem. Uh, also, in my in my translation from handwriting to text, uh, typed text, my my program's got crusts depart. Um, should be guests depart. <laughs> they had a great time. Not some a single, of them were crusts. That's true. Yeah. And there was definitely some crust left the, behind. There was that real old guy when he was dressed as a pirate. I was like, that looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, I, like those I kind of disagree. I think really? that, that is what pirates would have looked like. It was like Keith Richards when he's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Who? Well, Keith Richards just in life. Well, he's was alive. It, who, yeah, who was that who had the, like, the pirate, full Pirates of the Caribbean wig? It might have been a real pirate. It was unbelievably <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, say no more. Okay, uh, they, they didn't have a single complaint. They were just very grateful for everything. Mm. Um, honestly, fine, but I, I think next week's guests are going to be... I just want more. someone to get fucked off about the real Av food. Yeah. 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 Ryan needs his comeuppance. He does. Uh, it was it, interesting the way they passed the tip. He did like a little... A little backhand. Backhand, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a cheeky I thought joke. it was because he like, might be embarrassed about the size of the tip, but it was... Hefty. Oh, substantial. Does the cap go away and divvy up money and then bind it in these equal amounts? It just seems, it seems really far stressful. too convenient that everyone gets their equal amount. They just mm. happen to have the exact divisible. And they had little, like, yeah. No, I think it's fine. Alex, it was really interesting talking to Aisha. You would have heard had you listened. Uh, she told us that this is the most real reality TV show that you could imagine. Like they, the crew don't interfere, as in the camera crew, don't interfere with mm. what's happening on the boat like at all. Alex already knows she did tell me that in her interview yeah, published on the spin-off, which, that not an which I'm sure you've read. She, she wrote I'm sure you've read. I, I have actually read it and I knew that and I found out on your interview. Mm, okay. but, so this is actually really like you don't listen to our podcast and you don't read 
so I'm not only good one. I'm I'm too busy working, working myself to the bone, flaking the anchor, you know, <laughs> tablescaping, <laughs> carrying plates for the like, for there's, sheffing. There's actually been a little bit of tablescaping going on. True. Here today. <laughs> like some kind of there were some ribbons uh, wrapped around our, the boxes <clears throat> that our lovely captain's hats came in, and they've made their way to the middle of the table next to this lovely sting. Out of all the scapings, which are landscaping, manscaping, and tablescaping, what's the best one? What was the first one? Landscaping. Yeah. Uh, landscaping for me, I, I need some. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if anyone like, wants to come around and try her tablescaping skills on my land, that would be great. <laughs> it's funny there's no womanscaping. Yeah. Is that the Because f- I feel like there's actually more scaping goes on with women. Yeah. Maybe it just like, doesn't even need a word because yeah. it's... Are they not only scaping? Surely there's sure. more scaping. There's got to be more scaping. Table surely isn't one of the exclusive three scapings that If you know any done. more scapings, uh, send a letter to uh, the real pod, 615 New North Road, Morningside 1025 Auckland. Level one. Um, yeah, okay. 22K in Australian tips, which works out to be 1.4K US, which works out to be about 2K New, Ze- 2K New Zealand each. Pretty roughly. good. Pretty yeah. good. And we finish on uh, the deck crew getting chewed out by the captain. Mm. That's right. It's hot, to be honest. Next week looks so good. It Can't looks, wait. looks like we've got some it's grumpy, very guests, hard grumpy guests. Not like given that we have access to the mm. full series now to restrain, but uh, restrain I have, and I'm sure you have too, mm-hmm. haven't you? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've... She's jolly good. Look, we hope you're watching along at home on Bravo, 9.30 on Tuesday nights. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next week with, with more of my hearties. If you've listened this deep into the podcast, I assume that you derived some some animal pleasure from it. <laughs> we would really appreciate it if you're not already a member of the spin-off members, that if you would join up. We're, we're, um, we need you. We need you. We're, Give us a tip like Culver. We are yeah, the Culvers we are the of Culver the spin-off, really. of the spin-off, and we're shaking it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we need you to give us a tip. And we've got mullet wigs on. You just can't see them. <laughs> it's just our actual hair. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for joining us. Thank you for that impassioned call-out from Duncan. Thank you, Alex. T.I. here is in absentia, uh, but he is going to be editing this podcast together for his sins. So thank you, T.I. here. Thank you, Rachel LaRue, because I just love saying your name. So good. And you have to listen to every goddamn episode also, of this. Great, great artist. LaRue, LaRue. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I do. Still. Spelt with an L A rather than an L E with the La. La and the, the takes the takes the feminine. Carry form, the does it? Carry the yeah. five. And uh, that's our podcast. Goodbye. From the Spin-Off Podcast Network, you've been listening to The Real Pod. It was hosted by me, Jane Yee, along with Alex Casey and most of the time Duncan Grieve. Tiahe Butler made it all sound good and Rachel LaRue got us out to the world. Just quickly, if you enjoyed this podcast and value what we do at The Spinoff, please consider joining The Spinoff members. All our mahi is made possible by our members and we wouldn't be here today without their support. Totoko mai and head to thespinoff.co.nz slash members to sign up. Kia ora e te iwi, Tiahe Butler here podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.